Hey guys, welcome to Gino's Golden Tea Podcast. I am Chris Long, Gino, coming to you from beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. And we just had a Golden Tea Mobile Tournament. Chad Shrump came on with me. We talked uh, a little bit about, a lot about the tournament. Uh, who won, who lost the tournament, our normal routine after we recap a tournament. Uh, also talked a little bit about World Championship qualifying and uh, a few other things. So all that coming up with Chad Trump. Um, we recorded this Friday, and uh, I'm just now, this is Wednesday, I'm just now finally getting a chance to dub it up and uh, get it out there. It required a little bit more editing due to some connection issues. Remember, this is an amateur podcast performed by amateurs. And uh, so it's not going to sound clean at points. Um, it's just, uh, Chad was a little bit outside of connectivity a little bit and, uh, led to a little bit of choppiness at the first part of the podcast, but then, um, got really smooth, uh, as it always does with me and him towards, uh, the last two thirds of the podcast. So, uh, so that's coming up. I, um, I told myself when I started this podcast that I wasn't going to, let this podcast be an all-out judgment on what goes on in social media. We're talking about a game, not what people say on social media or how they live their lives on social media. I really, that, that part is just uh, for the birds, for me. Uh, I, I, I don't make that kind of judgment about a person. It's just not who I am. Uh, but I, uh, I've been reading the last couple of days and I, I, I feel really really bad for some guys um trying to qualify for a world championship and uh just with it's whatever uh issue was that evening uh sunday night going into their cutoff time at 10 a.m monday morning on the east coast what or central time i don't remember which one it is uh yeah 10 a.m central time and these guys uh, didn't have the opportunity, and they probably had already spent a good amount of money. I know for a fact there are guys out there that do uh, spend a few hundred dollars to get themselves into the World Championship. If you played in the World Championship of 2016, you definitely spent a few hundred dollars to get in that tournament unless you were Andy Haas or Joe Macera or people you know that really dominated the daily contest, but that was the only way we qualified for the world championship that year as we, when it was coming back. And, uh, I, yeah, guys had to spend some money a little bit to, you know, get some games in to try to get themselves into that field. Uh, it made it, uh, it made it more that rewarding though. And, uh, unfortunately those guys this past Sunday night didn't get that opportunity to get the, the, the rewards that they perhaps wanted or at least wanted a chance to fight for. So my heart goes out to them. That, that sucks. Uh, guys, I'm not, they know who they are. Um, the Pete Butlers of the world, the I think Lodell. Uh, sucks. No, no right answer to IT. And maybe I, I don't really know how much IT listens to this podcast. It's really kind of a, I don't know, a question. I mean, I feel like if Spotify, who that's this is who I uh, upload this podcast through, if Spotify 
and their data and their analytics tell me that my the state that listens to me the most throughout the time of this podcast has been Illinois. Thank you, Illinois, by the way. Well, I love you guys. And in Illinois, 35% of my listens come from Chicago. And I don't know if it's downtown Chicago because it does have the some of the burbs uh, listed as well, like Naperville, uh, Vernon Hills, which is where IT, I think, might be or was at one point. But it says Chicago. Or maybe, I don't know, if Spotify has a screening uh, podcast that they get a listen in right there to make sure my podcast doesn't violate anything. I don't know what the deal is. But I think that IT may listen to some of this. And I, I just, I, I encourage them just to, whatever the answer is to this, what happens Sunday night, it's probably going to be a really, it, I imagine there's going to be a technical issue of some kind. Um I don't know if dropping the ball is going to be uh, handled by one singular person, but in the eyes of a lot of these guys, especially ones that wanted to qualify for a world championship, the ball was was dropped by IT in general. And that's just – I've now seen twice, not just for Golden Tee Legacy, PGA Tour, Arcade, whatever you may call it, but also for Golden Tee Mobile. Uh, and getting a lot of their stuff uh, published going for people and for people that want to qualify for world championships. So um, that's, you know, I, I have no answer for that either. They don't, they love an answer, but they just hope and IT just, you know, continues to hold up their end of the bargain. And uh, so uh, after just another bad Sunday night, um, Hopefully some cooler heads will prevail now and we'll move forward with this. And I hope those guys will have another opportunity to get in the world championship if they, if they're motivated to, they may not be, who knows? This is how you lose players. That's just to be honest with you. That's how you lose players. Um, speaking of players into the players, because some of you guys, I've always pushed back on the expectation of you tagging a person on social media and expecting an answer from them. And I, sometimes they may not have an answer or they may not have the answer you want, or they may not want that answer to be public. I think it's just uh, whatever the, whatever the case may be. Uh, and poor Kevin who get, I've always, I've always said, even on this podcast, like I, I would hate to be that guy that's always just tagged and they have a question for somebody and they, you know, expect an answer right in there. And he wants to be able to answer questions. Uh, but then when it comes to situations like this and there's no real answer to it, um, and he's not, he's not a spokesperson for it. He's the marketing guy for incredible technologies. All right. I mean, he is the marketing manager for incredible technologies. He does, doesn't speak for the management there uh, as far as the top management. He doesn't speak for it as a whole. All right. And sometimes he just may not have the answer and it's wrong to just, walk to social media and expect that. Um, and I feel like that expectation is there sometimes. Um, but that being said, um, like so I hope it understands that, you know, people put a lot into qualifying for a world championship. And I think that's hopefully a responsibility they learn to take seriously. And, uh, hopefully stuff like this, uh, will stop happening. 
Uh, so, anyways, just a little soapbox moment for you guys and uh, moments, and uh, just I uh, I hope stuff like that doesn't happen again. Either way, uh, as I promised, the Chad Trump podcast. Here we go. Taping this uh, just a handful of days after the second running of the Windy City Showdown Classic. People continue to put a different third word at the end of Windy City. Every time I hear somebody refer to this tournament, here to talk to me, recap it, talk all things Golden Team Mobile, the silver bracket champion of the Windy City Showdown, and the voice of Golden Team Mobile, Chad Trump. Good evening, sir. How are you? Great. How you doing, Christopher? I am doing outstanding. I am uh, joined. I have the house to myself tonight, so you know was, this was Ooh. a good night. We were actually going to tape this uh, last night, and I'm kind of glad we didn't because I didn't know the we didn't know the results of uh, this week's uh, world's qualifier, which we now know yeah. it's been released. Yeah, we did. So, yeah, uh, and so we'll be able to talk about it a little later on. Chad, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I. So I, I pulled out some Stag Junior. Then I decided I, I haven't had Larceny in a while. So I pulled out the Larceny Barrel Proof. And it's like, it's it's only hitting at about 124 proof and mm-hmm. not the 133 proof like that Stag. It's got a good sweet taste to it. It's got a lot of flavor. The caramel, the 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 butterscotch, you know, the, the burnt sugar. I mean, it's just... It's a delicious bourbon. Don't ever make the mistake of buying Larceny Small Batch because that tastes like when you mow your grass and you dump the grass in the backyard and it gets wet. And then maybe six weeks later, it's molded, disgusting. That's what Larceny Small Batch smells like. Don't ever drink that. You just made all your friends really proud with your take on bourbon there. I know you did. All yeah, those probably. guys. They've already heard me talk about Small Batch about like that, so they know. Yeah. So, what are you drinking? Uh, no, I'm just on the high noon vodka and soda. I actually went by a uh, small thing about South Carolina. We have to have specialty stores uh, to buy liquor in, package stores. And so mm. I mean, there's stores that are literally dedicated to just selling liquor. And some of them have wine and beer sides to it, but just general liquor places. Uh, like if you have a total wine or something like that. Uh, and, okay you uh, all those but we have you cannot go to like a cvs and buy liquor like other states okay all right or walmart you. you can't do that here and so there's all uh, kinds of ass backwards rules in this country and laws it's, it's just silliness oh it's all over the place uh, uh, it's, uh with different people that i meet too i mean it's still north carolina i mean like half the counties there still have some kind of sunday blue law or some Crazy. some kind of um hey chris up to five years ago we couldn't even buy alcohol on sundays here couldn't even buy it really can't and still to this day indiana will not allow a car dealership to sell cars on sunday i mean it's just the most backward shit of all time i mean anyway anyway i thought it was just a convenient day to have off because i mean here in south carolina none of the dealerships except for kia (laughs) Kia, the Kia place, they, they're the ones open on Sunday. And at CarMax, mm-hmm. the chains. So. Yeah. Either way, we're digressing there. But anywho. Yep. Addison, Illinois. Yes. Sports Bar, version two of the Windy City Showdown. Mm-hmm. So you get in, what, Thursday, right? 
Yeah, I got in Thursday afternoon. Yep. Yeah. So the trip is to Morton's. Yeah. So I left. Uh, I left work. I don't know. Ten, eleven o'clock. It's it's three and a half hour drive for me. Got there. First one to the um, what do you call it? Verbo. Is that what the cool kids say? The Verbo. Verbo Airbnb. Yeah, it was the Verbo. Um, I was first one there. Got to pick my room first, which is great. And um, we ended up meeting at Morton's like seven or eight. Ended up being twenty one people at Morton's that night. We got our own own room, wow. which we needed because we were loud as hell, like <laughs> embarrassingly loud. So. Tell me it was fun. So the bourbon was flowing. The bourbon was flowing. The beer was flowing. The vodka was flowing. I mean, it, everyone uh, had their share of alcohol, I believe. Oh, good man. time. Real good time. Did you get a steak? I did. I ended up getting, um, I, I got a ribeye, medium rare plus, and it came out perfectly cooked. But I, I think with, when you have a party that's so big, they want to impress you so bad by, bringing everything out there at once mm -hmm. and i think sometimes that's not a great thing because stuff sits and yeah. my steak had chilled a little bit it wasn't like i'm not being picky but when you're paying 75 dollars for ribeye i mean you would like it to come out hot yes it, it, it came out you know lukewarm maybe um but it was good it tasted good and i, I don't know I, I think a lot of people had the same feelings about it. i'm not sure where we're gonna go back to morton's again um, for the money we spent, but you know. Chicago, you guys could find. I mean, y'all should go like do Gibson's or something, or uh, yeah, yeah, we probably should. But this was really close. I mean, it was in Naperville, which was only oh, okay. like 15 yeah. minutes. We didn't go downtown, so it was in a, it was a uh, suburb. Yeah, so you had your suburb, yeah. I mean, downtown's like 45 minutes yeah. from where we were, and it was you know, Thursday, six, seven o'clock in the evening, rush hour, still kind of finishing off. I mean, just we thought the uh, a burb. Some place in the burbs would be better, and that's what yeah. we did. It was a great time, though. We had fun. Awesome. So uh Thursday night now, you get to Friday. Friday is you guys had doubles that night, correct? We did. Yeah, yep. we had a good had a good doubles tournament. All right. Now, what was being advertised? You had three cabinets there too, right? End up having two cabinets. Two cabinets. Yeah, which right. was fine. But they were busy the entire tournament. Yeah. They were busy the entire tournament. And so doubles did i read or did i see somewhere where you had a kind of a nice night of uh doubles i did man i had a good weekend overall um yeah so it was it was blind draw mm -hmm. and uh a, a guy from tampa named brady stanfill he goes by conky b um he and i got teamed up with one another and brady's a gamer man he's just he's clutch as can be I, and on games i wasn't hot brady was hot i mean it was it was just neither one of us ever were hot at the same time it was always one carrying the other one one would clean up a bunch of stuff and let the other just try to fire its pin and if you know if you if you par or bogey who gives a shit yeah. you know the other guys were you know made gt par on it so we had a blast got all the way to the finals and um got not so Jesus and Moneyball, Joel Wilburn. Yeah. So Brian Muxlow and Joel Wilburn knocked us into the losers bracket. And then we made our way back to uh the finals matchup, had to beat them twice, beat them the first game, and uh lost the second game. Jesus hold out on sixteen of 
Rocky. And then uh, Joel made a big trip on 17, I think, or something. And they ended up beating us by one or two. But it was it was really good time. And I was proud of Conky. And, I mean, I thought we played really, really well. And it was run so well. I mean, the doubles tournament just flew by. It was fun. And so, did you, get, did you collect anything on that? Yeah, honestly, though, I don't even remember what we won. Won a few hundred, I think, on that. A couple, two, three hundred each, maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's not maybe bad night's work. I'm not sure. Did fine. I mean, I mean, twenty dollar entry more than made our money, and, and honestly, it just paid my tab for the night. Yeah, that's always great. Well, that's yeah, that is always a great thing. And yeah. then now, what's been mentioned many times about this tournament was money added. Like mm-hmm. y'all had it. I think someone said y'all broke down. I mean, if you, you just decided not to play the tournament and all walk with what you want, you'd all get three hundred bucks. Yeah, three seventy five or something like that. They said. Oh my goodness! Three seventy five, something like that. If if we would have just said, "Hey, just give everybody the money, let's just party." Yeah. I think they end up get. Um, I think Micah told me the final number was a, just a, a smidge over fourteen thousand dollars. Really? So that's that's freaking awesome for thirty nine guys. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and then I, I don't think the bar chipped in more than 500 bucks. I mean, this was all entry fees, player uh, raise funds, and, you know, IT was great to us. I think they gave us 1500 maybe, plus gave us a um, Golden Tea Go, which we auctioned off. And I think I think that raised two or three grand. Oh, nice. Rick Coppadorn, the world champ, current world champion, of course. Um, won his Golden Tea Go. Like he so needs that, more things. Yeah. You know, that's uh, let the dentist win the prize. Great. Yeah. No, no. Now Rick's so awesome. Love that dude. We do. We do. We love Rick Copthorne. Uh, unfortunately, has not played a Windy City showdown yet. He hasn't. That's disappointing. Yeah. No, Rick he, is, Rick he is needs, great. I mean, he's he, fun. Needs, he needs to be put on notice for that one. I agree. Let's do it. Uh, but we get to Saturday qualifying. Now, you as for somebody that maybe has not listened to how qualifying goes in Golden Tee Mobile, inform our general listening audience how this works. So each player can play on whatever device they want to play on, iPad, Android, iPhone, whatever. You have to play on site. You can't play at home. You can't play at your Verbo or your hotel room. Um, so you get there and when you open up your at the golden T mobile app, the courses you're going to play in the qualifier are already loaded in your app. They're already there. So you just, you open your app and you, and you go at it and you've got, I think uh, it, it started, the window started at noon and you had to be done, I believe at 5 PM. So you had five hours to play. I want to say we might've played five courses, maybe six courses. I mean, we played a lot of courses, but it only, you know, if if you play an 18-hole round in 15 minutes, I mean, it was only like maybe an hour and a half of your time. So you just need to give yourself, most players, an hour and a half. Some players, too, you know, that you've got your slower ones, you've got your faster ones. But about an hour and a half to play, you just kind of sit down and, and find your spot in, in the room that we had to ourselves, the party room, or you go on the back patio deck, whatever you wanted to do, and knock your rounds out, take your time, order a beer, play a few games, get up, stretch, play some more, and then 
then we got seated. All 39 players got their games in barely in time. Chubby Cox, Matthew Hansen finished literally at the buzzer. I think Whammy said, dude, you've got like 12, you got 15 seconds to finish the yeah. last hole. And he finished the last hole. And guess who knocked, guess who he knocked out of gold into silver? Chad Shrump. Yeah. But he did me a favor, right? I mean, I, I yeah. I don't know if he did you a favor or not. Well, I, uh, don't I sell yourself that, short. You could have beat Riley. Uh, not on iPad. I can't beat Riley. Uh, and that's just a fact. I, I mean, I got better at it as the stream went on. Every time you're on the stream, you had to actually be on the iPad. Yeah. And I, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Yeah. Because that was kind of bizarre. I was lucky in several regards. All right. Well, so qualifying goes the way it does. Yeah. Uh, you, you, Chad just sent me the list. Yep. And uh, I would like to just point out some uh, notables here. People that we've uh, seen before in these tournaments, but uh, Riley Hitchcock. Anyways, yeah, Riley Hitchcock. Monster, man. Tony, Tony Johnson. What was that? Ben Costain, yep. right? One, two. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Benji was was Benji third. Yeah. Yeah. Benji third. Jesus. Ryan Muxlow. That's fourth. Uh, Russ Lyons did not play last year in this tournament, did he? He didn't. Um, he wanted to. He was planning on coming, but his wife went into labor the day he was planning on traveling. And matter of fact, uh, Russ's son turned one years old today. So oh. it has been like one year from last year's tournament that uh, Russ had his baby boy. So, yeah, Russ missed last year's tournament, but he qualified really well this year. Oh, very nice. Uh, changing his name to the Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. That's, that was – that's Matthew Hansen being a, a dumbass. That's I, Chubby Cox. Ch changing your name. Frowned upon in Golden T-Mobile, or is that just you, man? I, it's probably – well, it's a few of us, but, I mean, it's it's probably just me. I, I'm just – I mean, pick your name. Uh, I know why, why Matt did it. I mean, he was going to Chicago. He wants to be the uh, the Sausage King of Chicago, kind of being funny. And he, I, I don't know. I just I told him, I said, if you make it to the stream and you have Abe Froman on there, I will not call you that. I will call you Chubby Cox or I will call you Matt Hansen. I will never say Abe Froman the entire time I'm in Chicago. He just laughed about it. But <laughs> I'll tell you who changes their name a lot. It's my little brother, Jordan Scott. Yeah, that he does that. Yeah, is he playing? By the way, I haven't. He's he's back for season sixteen or set. What is it? Sixteen, maybe, of the league. I never know what season we're in, but I think we're in season sixteen. He's back. Oh, okay. So when we start May twenty sixth, maybe, I think it might be. He'll be back. Okay. Yeah, uh, which I'm glad about. He's such a good player. So, but it so. Anyways, we have uh, the qualifier here now. Top sixteen go to the gold. Top next sixteen or the yeah the next sixteen go to the silver, and then the the following well, eight. It would have so they wanted to have eight in the bronze. There were only thirty nine players. I okay. say only. I mean that's up like five or six from last year. Hoping for forty, got thirty nine. Um, sixteen in gold. 15 in silver, eight in bronze. And what, what that allowed for me is I ended up getting, because I got knocked from the 16 seed down to the one seed in silver, 
I ended up getting a buy, which hello, thank you. I always take a buy, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so th- that filled up the bronze bracket with eight. Okay, so fifteen in the silver, yeah, and eight in the bronze, and so Apollo Fury, which was Nile, right? Yeah, all right, Nile, Nile. good making the longest trip, making the cut. That's good. Good for him. He did, and that was. He told us his he was so proud of himself. He wanted, uh, he wanted to make the gold bracket. That was, that was his big pisser. He wanted to make sure that he got into the, get in the gold. So, he oh. did it. Congrats to him. So, all right, we get done with qualifying. This is Saturday, right? All right, yeah. you see the results. Chad yeah. Trump, how do you feel at that moment? Were you a little I was pissed? I was pissed. Um, Where'd you mess up? I just, I got, dude, it's just reminded me so much of cabinet where you get a little bit nervous. You get a little trembliness going on. I, I think every decent player has gone through it and yeah. where you might miss a putt or two that you would normally, like if you're at your home bar playing with your buddies, you literally will never miss. You might go a whole night without missing a putt, mm-hmm. you know, the manageable ones. I'm not talking about the 85, 95 footers. But Chris, I missed three putts within 30 feet, like just horrendous wipes to the right. So if I make two of those three, if I think if I made one of those three, I made gold. But whatever. I mean, it, it all happened for a reason. I, I'm pretty pleased after the fact, you know, on how we did. Well, well I mean, like, but the initial was just kind of, you know, like I said, you didn't make a cut. You're generally, well, last year, did you make it? Yeah, you made it right in, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was like 13. I was 13th last year. And then I went promptly. I, I played Riley immediately and lost. And then I, I lost to uh, Dave Presky. So that was a quick 0-2. Enjoy Chicago, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, a, a lot of these names I've uh, – well, did, did we get a count on how many new players you had, like players that were not there from the previous year? Did anybody get a count on that? I think you could probably go from the bottom of the qualifier list and work your way backwards, and you would see some of those newer players. Like, I know uh, Magic Ant, Joel Ward, flew all the way from Thailand. Yeah, And he was in. Uh, Moose Merlin. Uh, Bruce was here from uh, Canada. He lives, I think, in Ontario. Somewhere in Ontario. I believe we had that discussion. So there were several players that hadn't played last year that came in. Oh, uh my buddy Steve Campos from San Antonio flew up. He was uh, the life of the party. Who else? I don't. Know. There was there were several uh, players that we didn't see last year. Well, I've been Russ. Obviously, we talked about Russ. Mm-hmm. Well, like I, I had not seen the uh, the bogeyman. The bogeyman, yeah, Tyler Kasky. He he came up from. Uh, he's from Texas as well. He caught. He came up. That was the first Texas time for him. Guys, good dude too. Real good dude. Looks like, uh, I don't know, like he played linebacker for the Bears. So we get into uh, Sunday. Now, also had the we results. played two matches. We played. Uh, we got done with qualifying. Oh, that's right. That's right. Got done with qualifying. You did two matches Saturday night. Yeah, we got done with qualifying. Did a Calcutta. Um, that was a good time. Probably took forty-five minutes for the Calcutta. I think uh, the tournament organizers gave us a little time to take a break and then every player played two matches yeah 
this tournament. I played one match because yeah, I had my buy. That, of that course. Counts. Yeah. The uh, this tournament's very yeah. You all you got you guys try to get everybody out on Sunday. There's people that are probably flying out and yeah Sunday evening flights. Yeah, we were done relatively early. I mean, I think everyone was done by three four o'clock. Did anybody stay around Sunday night? Most. Uh, most. Oh, really? I mean, there were several that had to fly out, but there were a ton of people still there Sunday evening. Yeah. Okay. That's what the favorite favorite pastimes of any kind of Golden Tee tournament Sunday night. Yeah, that's where some serious debauchery happens, right? Yeah, some serious ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, yeah. I end up going. Me, uh, Micah, Joel Wilburn. Um, we end up going. I think we went. Oh, we went to Portillo's. We went and had uh, had an early dinner at Portillo's and decided just go back to the um, go back to the Verbo and just have some bourbon, vodka, whatever we had laying around, and just chill the the freak out. I mean, that's what we did. Just it's a long weekend, man. You know that. Oh yeah. But so we have uh, we get to Saturday night. That's where we talk. Bracket time is upon yep. us. And this is where we'll kick off. Who won this tournament? Who won this tournament? Who who won the tournament? Well, obviously, Riley won the tournament. But I think Riley, what he did, I think Riley cemented his spot as the best of the best in Golden Tee right now. Riley is the best player in Golden Tee. We know that. We know that Lance Harris um, has taken a break from the game. Whether Lance decides to come back one day or not, that's up to Lance, obviously. I think when Lance comes back, he will have his hands full with Riley Hitchcock. Because Riley's just – he's unflappable, man. He got down he got down in the championship match against Chubby Cox. And I think he was down one after seven and just kept firing away, man. Hole out here, a mistake by Chubby. Um, great play by Riley. He might have had two hole outs in that round. Yeah. He ended up winning by two or three strokes. I mean, just Riley has cemented himself as the best player in the world, bar none. That is uh very well said. And I always sensed this in him a very competitive drive. Uh and a guy that I think he's driven to be probably the best. He'd like to be the best in this game. I think uh, so. And uh, he'll have – looks like a world championship to prove it uh, right. as he's already punched his ticket, and we'll get to more of that a little bit later on. Yeah, uh, and he just – he just he, like you said, he's just driven to be – you know, the big thing, he just doesn't get nervous. And if he does, he doesn't show it. I think he – you know, there were times when I would be playing a match on the stream, an important match. Like, I, you know, I played Sparks on the stream, and – Man, I would look down at my hands, Chris, and they are. It looks like I'm a dog shitting attack, <laughs> like just shaking like crazy. And you look at Riley just over there, just doing his thing, man, just chill as could be. And uh, great guy, um, loves the community, does a lot for the community, makes a lot of videos to help the newbies out. Um, yeah, I got to enjoy some of those intros. Uh, yeah, yeah, Windy City Showdown. Yeah, they were fine. But his, what I really like about what Riley will do is, is when the new course comes out, he just he likes to bang it and and show people here here's how you attack this thing, 
but yeah, he's a he's a huge part of this community. It's not just his play. Um, it's it's just his involvement in trying to get others into it. And that's I I really appreciate it because I feel like I try to do the same thing. And I'm not the player that Riley is. I'm okay. I try to I try to do some of that, but Riley, man, he's he's really big on that. And it's just trying to get more players into this game and try to grow this thing because it's um it, it's a good game. It is a good game. The more players we could have play it, the better. Yeah. Well said. And uh yeah, he's now he'll be the favorite going into the world championship. I expect him to be probably the highest Calcutta draw. Easily. Uh, yeah, he will be. And uh which we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk more about the World Championship a little later on. A uh, person that won Wait. the tournament for me and yep. a person that has stood out since I sat in this golf club in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, the Missouri Bluffs Golf Club. And Golden T-Mobile was having its first ever tournament. And I know I already knew Tony Johnson. I've known Tony, Tony Johnson for 20 years now. Uh, but just I got to sit there and announce and watch some of these matches. And Scott Boyer uh, was just one of the early guys there. I think he's from that area. And he, uh, I think he had finished third or fourth. I can't remember. Uh, but stood out as a good player. And anytime we've come to any kind of live tournament setting and he's played in it, he typically shows up. He's money, man. He shows up and uh, got on the poor end of the results, uh, as we found out tonight with Calzone. But I'm impressed. I'll, I'll say every time I see him, every Should time be. he's at the live tournament part of this, he's nails. Yeah. He is. Scott Boyer yeah, won this he, tournament. He's solid, man. He, he doesn't get nervous either. He's one of those guys that I think he likes being on that stream. He likes that pressure, that attention. Um yeah, Scott Boyer is uh he's he's nasty. He's a very very good player. Very good player. There's others that won this tournament as well. Scott Boyer definitely one of them. Yeah. Uh, who else won this tournament, Chad? I would say that you know, one of the real winners of this tournament was Joel Wilburn. Joel was a part of the doubles championship team. He and Brian Muxlow, who by the way we need to talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. He helped run the tournament. He qualifies for gold. He made the gold bracket. And then he finished, I think, eighth in gold. Joel Wilburn had a really, really good tournament. Really good. And his he's another one. When you – he doesn't play a lot. Like, it's not a high-volume thing for him. But when you put him in a room with his iPad, with a bunch of people in a live setting, Joel eats it alive. Plays great. Um, long forgotten that think, Nashville tournament winner, right? Yeah, he won. He won Nashville. Beat Riley. He did. He yeah. did beat Riley. Mm-hmm. So Joel had a great tournament, and so did Brian Muxlow. Brian Muxlow also part of that doubles team uh, with Joel, and he didn't carry that team. Like if you were to interview Jesus right now, he would say Joel carried us to that victory because Joel had a ton of hole outs, and then Jesus, I think, finished fourth. In the uh, gold bracket on Sunday, he had a he had a nice tournament as well. That's that's not a bad day, not a bad weekend at the office for Muxlow, nope. or uh, Joel. And I'll continue to say uh, Joel came on this podcast and said he wasn't that much of a player, but uh, yet 
Yeah, he's kind of he, he's kind of fooled me. Um, yeah, he's sneaky great. Uh, who else won this tournament? Uh, well, we should mention Matt Hansen. Uh, even at runner-up status, um, yeah. still carries himself as one of the few best players in this game. That's right, and you said it the right way. I mean, he he is he has solidified himself as being top three player in the world. I mean, he's just, you know, he had a great showing in worlds in Vegas last year. I think he finished top three, three or four. Um, and then he comes to this tournament with, you know, it's a loaded lineup. I mean, almost every great player was there. Yeah. I think 13 or 14 of the gold, the golden T mobile league gold players were in attendance. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Matt had a, an excellent tournament. Just, he just said, Hey, I'm just, I'm great. And I'm going to show you I'm great. And it's just, uh, he's just solid play. And I remember Matt, um, like in the purple or maybe bronze division, you know, a, a couple years ago, and he has just steadily gotten better and better and better until, you know, he's right on Riley's heels. I mean, Riley is the best player, but, but, you know, any given day, there's no doubt. Chubby could beat Riley two, three times out of ten, four times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Who else won this tournament? Uh, you know, I, I have to say, Chad Trump won this tournament. Mm. And, you know, I, I commonly talk on all my other podcasts that I do about not meeting expectations and what happens. And what do you do with the situation that you're given? Uh, Chris Wingler uh, was just—I mean, he's not a purple bracket guy, right? right? At this point, at this point of his playing career, is not a purple bracket guy. But he got—he played in the purple bracket at, here at the Missouri Open just a couple weeks ago. Chris would go on to win the purple bracket, get his pass into next year's World Championship, uh, making making the best out of a situation that some people don't take all that well. You, sir, which, you know, I mean, it's a 30-minute man field. You may not – I mean, this is very – you guys haven't done a whole lot of these things, so right. the feeling of disappointment is probably not that grand so much right now. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. But you know, that being said, you took it all in stride, and then you rolled the damn silver bracket. Well, I appreciate that. I, You know, it's funny, Mike and Middleton – he was in our Verbo too. And Saturday night, maybe it was Sunday night. I think it was Sunday night. He said, now that you've won, you know, you won the tournament. He said, I know you, you would have rather been in gold rather. If I, if I were to tell you you're, you're qualified for gold and you get to play in that tournament, or I tell you you're in silver and you won the tournament. He said, I know you, you would pick gold. And I think I would, I think he's right. But, you know, that's not the way the, the cookie crumbled. And, you know, Hanson got – he qualified, knocked me out of that – you know, I was the bubble boy, knocked me in the silver, and it all worked out for a reason. So I was happy with – I mean, shit, 1500 bucks is what I ended up taking home for the weekend. Plus, uh, well, I didn't – including the, you know, some Calcutta money and first place in silver, second place in doubles. I mean, it, it was a good tournament. I had And I had a great time, got to call a lot of good matches. I was on the stream quite a bit, not as much as – Walter, um, I think Walter is might be that trying to challenge for the the 
new voice of Golden T-Mobile. We'll see, but no, um, no, um, they're looking for <laughs> they're looking for a Spanish commentary team. Uh, uh, for he's Golden the guy. T-Mobile. He's the guy. Yep, he's the guy. But yeah, I appreciate that, Chris. I I had a really good time. Um, it was fun, man. The competitive juices were going on on Sunday, and I haven't felt that in a while, so I liked and, it. And you did it against your old friend, right? Old Sparkles. Yeah, old Sparkles. He is, if I would say there's one more winner of the weekend, I would say it's Ryan Sparks. Yeah. Uh, Ryan has, uh, this is fairly common knowledge. And, you know, Ryan Ryan has recently been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, He's let that be known. It's not a secret in the Golden T-Mobile community. And he's kind of, I'm not going to say Ryan has retired from cabinet. But he has made a dedicated uh, effort towards the mobile side, and it is so obvious in his play. Like he has really taken a big step towards being a really good player. He, um, yeah, we played in the finals. He, he, I not, I think I, yeah, I beat him uh, to knock him into the losers bracket, King of the Hill match. Which, by the way, we both played on iPad, and we never do. So I was fortunate to play Ryan on an iPad where we're both struggling with it. Then he goes back and he wins his way back. And here we are again. We played in the we played in the the championship match, both of us on iPads. And he had a he had a really, really good tournament. He I was proud of him. I mean it's kind of silly to say it about your buddy, but I was. I was really proud of Ryan. Um, he stayed with us at the house. Uh, we just had a really good weekend together. So it was nice seeing my old buddy. I've known Ryan for 20 years. And um, I was just really happy to see him do well. Who won the bronze? I'm sorry, your your mic went out. Okay. <laughs> it really didn't. I don't remember. Shit, who won? Uh, God bless it. Hold on. Let me get the names I didn't, out. I didn't call that. I didn't call that match. I was still playing. Well, I did not. First off, let me ask. Y'all did the Calcutta after the qualifier again? Yeah, and we did the cal- yeah, we did that uh we did bronze, silver, then gold. That's how we did that. Who won bronze, damn it? I know Walter was the uh, number one seed in bronze, but I don't think he won it. Was it John O'Shea? I don't think so. Chubbs Putterson? No. Keep going. Goat boy. Oh, I know who won it. Bones. No, huh? Bones won it. Oh, Bones, Bones won it. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris Jones. Okay. He lives in Chicago. He's a uh, he's a uh, he works on yachts, dude. He's like a bar manager slash bartender slash entertainment guy. Um, excellent human being. I, I really, really. He's soft spoken, but I really, really enjoy Chris Jones. Old Bones. Yeah, he he did really well. So good for him, and we don't know. And how he much... beat Goat Boy. He beat Goat Boy, which so, uh, Ian Tomlinson also is Chicago. Good. Uh, I wonder how would you know how much they took for first in uh, bronze? I I really don't, but it was I don't. I mean, it was at least four or five hundred bucks. I think they played uh, three or four spots, maybe in bronze. Yeah, something like that. A lot of guys getting paid for this thing. Yeah, a lot of guys got paid. Gold, if if you qualify gold, you got paid. You got 170 just by qualifying. If you went 0 2, you still got 170. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Who lost the tournament? 
who lost the tournament. Mm. All right. Well, I, I've got two in mind. I might take one. I'm going to give you one because I know you're going to say I know which one we both agree on. But I will well, tell you this. My well, good buddy, Dave Presky. Um, Lumpy. Wow. Lumpy, Can I ask what happened there? Man, I don't know what happened there. None of us really know what happened there. It wasn't that he was drunk. I think he was just exhausted, tired, lost concentration. He was he is a gold division player and he qualified dead last. And then he went, he didn't even like we thought, well, God, he's gonna blow everyone away in bronze. It's not even hardly fair. And he got smoked. So I, I don't know. He had a good doubles tournament. I, I think he finished on the podium in doubles. They were either third or fourth. But uh Dave Presky had a bad tournament, man, and he's such a good dude. Everyone really enjoys him, and we had a great dinner, you know, Thursday night. But he just, he just did not play well this weekend. It was very surprising. Mm. Uh, well, uh, one we talked about before the podcast, and I guess we'll bring him up now uh, because prior to this tournament we had mentioned in Chad Trump's top five Golden T play Golden T Mobile players at this moment. Yep. Number four was Whammy, Tony Johnson. Mm-hmm. And uh since then, I, I was kind of taken back by that because at one time he was the cream of the crop. Right. And now it's this was a good opportunity, and he qualified well, had a good path to get there. Yeah. And just came out on the short side of the state. He did. Where's, where's Tony Johnson at in this game right now? I mean, I still feel like Tony's, I mean, top five player, top five, six player. The prop, to me, you know, commenting commentating on these matches with him and the, we, we did the championship to match together. There's a fundamental difference in the way I see the game and others in the way he sees the game. Like, and I'm talking a lot about the stinger, sniper kind of shots, the javelin uh, stinger shots. Tony does, Tony does those, okay? He has, he does those, but he doesn't do it with the same frequency as others. I, I, I will hear Tony say, you know, this is a, I don't know, four iron jab here. And I just, and it works for Tony but he's not like the number one player anymore. And I, I really think that if he, if he went to school on say Sam Hines or, or Barrett Detterman, Riley to an extent, Brian Muxlow to an extent on their sniper game, stinger game, I think, I think whammy would, would get better. I, I really think that is the missing component in his game right now. He might think I am absolutely full of shit and that's fine. Um, I might be, like you said, Chris, that he used to be easily the very best player in the world. And I'm not saying he won't go out to Vegas if he qualifies. He hasn't yet. And, you know, we're only two weeks in. And he might win it. But he needs – the. here's what's happened since I used to say he was the best player in the world. Here's what happened. The game has evolved into a sniper or javelin stinger game. Um, there's there's plenty of room for nine woods, seven woods, high loft drivers, uh, it, all that stuff. There's plenty of room still in the game for that kind of stuff. 
but you have to be good at the stinger shot. You have to be, or you're going to lose strokes. It is a flat out guarantee. And until he, and I'm not trying to be negative. He's still one of the five, six best players walking this planet in this game that we love. Yeah. But if he wants to get back to one, two or three, he's got to involve that in his game. In my opinion. Uh, I would mention, well, no, well, who, I guess it would be your turn now. Who lost this tournament? Did you have another one? Oh, man. I don't really know that I have another loser. I would. I, I expected more from Matt Calderon. Okay, that's that's not a bad one. And I do. I did come up with one in my head now. I do have one. Yeah, I mean, I expected a little bit more out of Matt. I don't know. One and two didn't get to play last year uh, for obvious you know, childbirth reasons and things like that. I think he was welcoming a child. And um, I don't know. Uh, I, maybe I'm, I'm just a little amped up from what I just saw a few hours ago uh, for the finals of Golden T-Mobile, and congrats to him. Yep. He uh, just punched his ticket. I mean, I just got in. Uh, yep. But for this tournament, yeah, maybe I expected a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I pay attention fair. a little bit to you guys, and uh, maybe it was m- might have been par for the course for others. But for me, I expected more. Well, I'm bit. sure he expected more of himself as well. I, I think that was a good one. Um, Calzone is, I mean, as you saw, you know, on today's YouTube page when he won, I mean, he beat Tony the day before with a hole out on on uh, Bonnie Moore 8. Beautiful shot. Uh, clutch as can be. Then he, he had to point the ninth hole or, yeah, I think the ninth hole. He had to make mm-hmm. the ninth hole on Bonnie Moore to – to win he had to point it and he mm-hmm. did and it was a nasty shot it wasn't a straight shot that was beautiful to, too yeah it was pretty man he had to he had to bend something around some uh, some obstacles and whatnot i mean it was a long three wood into a drivable par four that he pointed and it if he does if he does not point that shot matthew is playing next week trying to get into the tournament so it was clutch as can be so you you kind of expect a player of that caliber to make a better run in a tournament. So, uh, Chris, I agree. That's a good call. Um, I would say Calzone borderline, you know, kind of lost the tournament. And, you know, even the doubles tournament, he just ran into a damn buzzsaw named Chad Shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) It was our first match. You can ask Matt. It was our first match. And I think I hold two of the first three holes. And I'm loud and being super stupid aggressive about it like an asshole kind of uh he was laughing but yeah that was that was how his weekend started so matt you deserve it after you qualified qualified (laughs) for vegas you can deal with it yeah i'd say that was a good call chris chad shrub who lost this tournament um my buddy no you know i finally got to meet nelson wade that was also a new player that that wasn't here last year Mm -hmm. months beats and we've mentioned him on the podcast before he's He's uh his game has really risen as well, bronze to silver to gold, and he is he is certainly uh as my buddy Chris Hampstead likes to say, a mainstay in gold now. He um he's such a good player and, and you see him in, in the world's uh videos that, that we're doing. He's he's right there, but he he didn't qualify in gold. I think he was fifth or sixth qualifier in silver and didn't make a podium finish. He was the highest uh he was the blind bid 
for for the silver Calcutta. And um, I, I would say, and I think Nelson would agree that he expected more out of himself this weekend, but it was the first time playing. So maybe he didn't first time in a live tournament setting. And, uh, but I just expected a little bit more out of him. I, I thought he would be a higher finisher than what he probably was. Awesome, dude. I'm so glad I mailed him. I'm so yeah. glad I met him. I really am. He's a really nice guy. I enjoyed spending time with him and hope he comes to a lot more. Like he really was. I hate saying people yeah. lost the tournament without saying something nice, but he was a super nice guy. Liked him a lot. That's very well said. Uh, I want to do mention one more winner of this tournament. Um, and I, I, I do want to give credit to one of the guys that continues to be a high energy mainstay for this tournament. And a guy that just continues to promote, 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 and really wants to grow this thing. I feel like Larry Foster deserves credit. Yep, that's fair. Uh, I feel like he deserves a lot of credit for continuing to show his passion towards this, uh, his desires for it to get bigger, for it to get better. Yep. And, uh, you know, I just want to give his congratulations on another well, well run event. So let's, congrats, let's Larry. don't just, let's don't just call him Larry Foster. Let's Mr. call him, let's call him, let's call it. No, let's don't, let's call him world championship 2023 qualifier number one because he did make the very first one he he won the golden t-mobile tournament edition run by skills and boy do they suck uh but he won (laughs) he won the event yeah so he actually uh a lot of people think riley was the first qualifier but it was actually larry foster and also if if we're gonna i want to make an uh, i want to make a i don't know I want to amend something I talked about a few minutes ago. Um, Not only was Chubby Cox uh, one of the winners of this tournament, I think that you brought up, did you say Chubby won? We need to add that he's also, he got the world's path because Riley already qualified um, week one. It went to the second place finisher in the tournament. So Chubby Cox, uh, Matt Hansen is, he's, he's also in worlds. We need to bring that up. I didn't mention that. Uh, when I did the broadcast today on the championship match, I, I said Larry and Riley are in, and now Calzone in for the Worlds. I forgot to mention Chubby got that Worlds pass. Uh, they had made a post on social media about that. They said congrats to Matt Hanson for mm-hmm. uh, earning his spot into the World Championship. So also yep. relieves him of his duties for the grueling part of qualifying. How nice is that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's and how uh, nice is that for the rest of us to have him out of the way. Very um, that's very correct. Very correct. Um talk about Pyramid real quick and uh just the venue. Uh their their second try at this. Great. Just as good as the first time. Food, nine out of ten. Venue, location, nine point five out of ten. Um, bar staff, wait staff, ten out of ten. I'm going to tell you a story, and if you don't believe this, there are several people that were there that will back this up. Um, I'm sitting on the patio, just got there. It's it's Friday. Um, I don't know. Five, six o'clock in the evening, maybe. Four o'clock, five o'clock. And our waitress from last year, her name is Claudia. One of the best waitresses I've ever had in my entire life, anywhere, anytime. So I see her and I'm like, I mean, it's been a full year, Chris. 
I said, hey, Claudia, how are you? And she said, fine, how are you? And she acted like she remembered me. And I said, um, Claudia, I will give you a million dollars if you remember what I drank last year. Chris. She remembered. Chris. She looks at me and she thinks for a minute. She said, Tito's. And I said, oh, my God, yeah. And she looks at me a little longer. She goes, sugar-free Red Bull? I go, oh, my God, I don't have a million dollars. I do not have a million dollars. I gave her a 20, which is shit. Oh, come on, a 20. I didn't have a million. But I did give her a 20. But, man, oh. can you – how do you remember – God, did I just come off as a shitty human? I probably did. Well, no, but, I, I would say you need to, like – I mean – she didn't earn the million, but I mean, Chad, like a hundred or something like that. I mean, look, dude, that's... I tip, I tip the absolute shit out of her. All right, well, you that, made up for it, man. That's I cool. mean, it was 40 percent every single night. Our tabs were two two hundred bucks a night, so oh. she, I made sure she got paid. <laughs> Everybody made sure she got paid because she was so great. But how do you remember that from one year? How do you remember some fat dude from Indianapolis coming to your bar for three days? You don't see him again for three hundred sixty-five days and say Tito's sugar free does it mean I drink too many of those? I don't know what it means, but she has a memory. Oh, she has a great memory, man. Unbelievable. And she's such a great server. So the Pyramid Sports Bar is, uh, I, I don't think that we could ever find a better location. I don't think it's ever going to happen. So we really enjoyed it. Oh, awesome, man. And uh, you speak of what pizza, right? Yeah, yeah. They got great pizza, don't they? They've got Chicago deep dish style that's every bit as good as you know, the places you hear about, uh, their thin crust is good. Their pizza is really fantastic. Their potato skins, maybe the best I've ever had. Um, just there, anything they make. I, I don't know if I want to go through the whole menu, but That's damn, a bold take on potato great. skins, man. Are you, do you like potato skins? I do like potato skins. That's a bold take on potato skins. It's, they were out, they were outstanding, outstanding. The CEO of TGI Fridays is about to call me. No, uh, those suck compared to the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so to put a bow on that, uh, well, Windy City Showdown number two. Obviously, you're going back next year. I hope so. I sure hope so. Awesome. We'll see you in May next year. Kentucky. We'd love Derby. to see you there next year. Uh, that would be a dream. That would be a dream. If it's Kentucky Derby weekend. We'll see. I'm aiming maybe yeah. to go to the Kentucky Derby next year. That's what yeah. I hope. Yeah, yeah. That's what I hope. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so, World Championship. So, yes. since we talked last, it's been announced. World Championship. Going to Vegas. Yes, we are. So, first off, the venue. Mm. Uh, what is the name of this place? Is it's a it's a an arena, like THC Arena. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, it's about <laughs> it's it's like uh, I think it's five miles maybe off the strip, something like that. Mm -hmm. Andy likes it. Andy Andy likes the venue. He's he's hosted some. Uh, Andy Coleman we're talking about, who by the way did a freaking outstanding job with his team of people. Um, over the weekend. I mean, that's a that's a yeoman's task to be right. there when they open, stay there all the way till the end. The whole time you are working, 
making sure the stream goes well. So, hey, bravo, Andy and team. I, I appreciate you. I see you guys. I just – they don't get thanked enough for what they do for all these tournaments. I really – I believe that. But they did an outstanding job. Anyway, so it's it's an arena five miles maybe off the strip. Um, I think it's going to be an intimate setting, if if you will. And I, I think it's going to be fine for mobile. It'll be fine. I don't, I think it would be a pretty shitty spot to have the, the arcade worlds. But for what we are, 32 players, I, I think it's going to be more than enough to have a really, really nice tournament. 32 players. That's what I'm going to ask because I hadn't seen where there how many I haven't seen anywhere where they posted how many players there were going to be. 32. They're going to do so you got your world's pass, which is already out of the way. Yeah. I think there's going to be 16 weekly winners, which you'll get to hear me call all those matches unless I'm in one at some point, um, which I have not started my run to try to qualify yet. And then I think there's maybe 14 or 15 of the Golden T-Mobile Tournament Edition winners uh, run by skills, and we'll see if that shitty company comes through and and finishes how they're supposed to be because IT and skills have some issues they've got to hammer out, which that's another story for another time. But um, I I think IT is is going to be able to pivot if skills doesn't hold their end of the bargain up, and um, we'll see how that goes. But you know, I digress. But yeah, 32 players, intimate setting, arena. Andy is very familiar with the setting. I have all faith in Andy. He, he is great at what he does. And he is he has told me point blank, it's going to be good. So it'll be good. All right. Well, he's a good guy to trust with that. And, you know, he has a lot of history in producing a lot of stuff like this. So I like that dude a lot. And, you know, I, and I really I and he knows, care about Andy a lot. And he knows Vegas. So he, uh, yes, he does. So, uh, thirty. Is there going to be a last chance? That I don't know. We'll have to. I, I think that if people say, "Hey, I can't be there," I know they want to fill that field. So, I mean, for some players that are like you know Lance Harris last year, last chance qualifier. If you're that kind of a skill level level player, maybe you just take your chance. You show up to Vegas and you do your last chance qualifier and you make it. Because I I would say. Honestly, Gino, there's probably a 95% chance there's some sort of a last chance qualifier. It, they've had it for 2021. They had it in 2022. Um, you know, it was different in 2021, but they did have a last spot reopen, and we qualified for that. Uh, if you recall, um, Barrett Detterman knocked me out in the championship match, so he made he was the last qualifier in 2021, and then he did really well in the tournament. And then mm-hmm. 2022, we obviously, you know, I think we had four qualifiers come out of that. Three. Was it three? Okay. Yeah. It was uh, Larry, Larry. Foster, Larry Foster, Lance Harris, Travis. Was Bond. it Brian Lavoy? No, he Travis was very qualified. Bond. Travis Bond. Yeah, that was it. Travis Bond. Yep. Oh, Chris Longino. Uh, you know, you're the man, bro. Yeah. Not the. Uh, all right. So. 32 players. That's that's first off, that's progress. That's what we call sure that. it is. Pro, pro, yep. We call that progress. Um we had said last year 16 was just not I had almost said it was unacceptable if it had been 16 again. That's what yep. uh, but now that it's gonna be its own production, it's gonna be in its own time, September. Yep. Football time. September 16th and 17th, Saturday, Sunday. You can be a regular visitor in Las Vegas, Chad. That's three trips this year, man. That's 
that's a lot. I just got back. I just got back from Vegas with Rodney Roberts. Uh, Jealous. Yeah, the great hot rod and I went out there for a few days. And then I've got you and I will be out there calling Arcade Worlds in yeah. July. And then, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. I played some cabinet this weekend. Oh, awesome. Man, the, the itch is firmly in place right now. I've already texted Dr. Matt Cavanaugh, told him I will be seeing him very, very shortly. Um, maybe this weekend, actually. I, I, I want to play some cabinet again. It felt really good. And then September, yeah, September we'll be playing in the playing and i i plan on playing in this thing and and commentating so we'll see all right well yeah you have that option I, i'm like I, said, I won't be i'm not in on worlds i won't be playing the arcade version at all but uh the uh mobile version i'm just making sure i mean because if you plan on playing the world championship mobile and playing it i i probably need to have my phone ready just in case somebody needs to put or <laughs> put the bat signal up in the sky for me if you need me Yep. Uh, so awesome to hear. Thirty-two players, Las Vegas, Nevada, September. I I didn't have the dates on me, but it's in September. So nine sixteen and nine seventeen. And uh, you're going to be treated to calling all these matches uh, again for a third year, and mm-hmm. uh, you've already been uh, treated to some good ones so far. So week one uh, was well. First off. Mr. Golden T obviously having one at one of the spots already. Yep. All right. And we've mentioned earlier, Riley Hitchcock going through the process week one and Gets becoming the week out. one qualifier. Yep. Not wasn't that much of a surprise, was it? No, I mean, that was, I don't know if I would expect him necessarily to win the very first week, but I mean, in my, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, Riley's going to nab a spot within the first several weeks. Um, and I thought, you know, I thought Whammy would would secure a spot. I still think Whammy's going to secure a spot within the first three or four weeks. He's too good. I mean, you know, I, I talked all that stuff about Stingers. I mean, that's that's just to me, it's just separating him from being fourth or fifth best player in the world, being back up to around one or two. I mean, it's just you just got to improve a little bit of one element of your game. Otherwise, he is so great at that game. He's such a thinker understands every shot. So I, I expect Wamey to get in there soon. Um, I expect Russ Lyons to get in there soon. That's going to happen. All the names that you know that we talk about on a weekly basis will absolutely be in this tournament. Uh, and we'll, uh, throughout the qualifier, we'll get, to, we'll be getting together like we normally do. And we'll talk, we'll profile all these guys as they win the, uh, as they win their respective weeks uh, throughout, throughout this year. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so, and then uh, the second one, we just got treated this week. It's a good group of eight, some great matchups. And I'm, I've been around you guys long enough now to when I see a matchup, I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, this is a banger. You know yeah. when there's going to be a banger. Yeah. Uh, and then it came out the other side at the end of this bracket with Matthew Calderon earning his trip to the world championship. Yeah, and like we kind of touched on a few minutes ago, he just he's hit some thick, disgusting clutch shots at the very end when he had to. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, you know, to hold out against Tony Johnson. I mean, that's how you have to beat Tony. Typically, mm-hmm. you have to you have to beat it. You're not going to probably beat him on GSP. You're going to probably have to hold something out, and and Calzone did. And then to be behind going into such a nasty setup. Like he, 
I've said it already, but that that setup he he hit on uh, on nine of Bonnie Moore, he wrapped a shot. He wrapped a I think a three wood or an HLD around a small hill with you know ferns, heather, all kinds of shit. He wraps it around and lands it like four feet. It was a it was a very hard shot. Oh yeah, you know his opponent I think hit into the fringe. No. Yeah, his opponent hit it into the fringe well left or deep, one of the two. So, you know, Hans, Calzone just did a really, really nice job of, right. of closing that deal out, which I'd expect him to. He's he's solid. At the right time, got it done. Yeah. And, big, so, but... and so four players of 32 are in the field right now. We can count mm-hmm. them off. That's how how many we know. We, ha- we know that Raleigh Hitchcock, Matt Hansen, Larry Foster, and Matthew Calderon. We'll play for a world championship this year. Pretty damn good list, huh, brother? Yeah, that gets it started right there. Uh, We'll talk a lot more about that going on later on this year. Um, The venue, like I said, you you said you're excited about this. Because some would look at it at face value and like, wow, uh, a wrestling arena a few miles off the strip. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I don't know, man. Like I said, but if, if Andy's done a bunch of uh, stuff there before, then uh, I, I would have confidence and you guys are going to go over well there. That's the whole thing. I, you know, I don't know the venue. You don't know the venue. I, I don't think any of us know the venue. But if Andy and, you know, Adam Kramer, Kevin Lindsay, uh, John Mobile, mm-hmm. and, and others – if, if they all agree that this is the place to have it, I have faith in them. I really do. I, you know, there's things that happen that you're like, you question a lot. I mean, nothing's changed in, you know, 20 years of golden tea. We all have things that come up. We're like, what the, what are they thinking on certain things? But I do have faith in Andy Coleman when it comes to a venue and a production value. Um, he is, Andy is a professional. He is not going to want to be in a place that he can't pull something off to make it look great and for the players to feel like it's something to be proud of. So I, I really believe Andy's got a place that he likes, and I just I have faith in him. It's, we're, we'll make it work. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited for you guys. 32 people, too, in a Golden Tee Mobile World Championship. I wonder if there's going to be one bracket or there's going to be several brackets or just two brackets. Yeah, we'll see, right? I don't, I don't know yet. Love to see a format for this. Yeah. Chad, you and I are just a couple months away from going to Vegas. Dude, I'm ready. I, I really am ready. I, I've got everything. Got the flights already paid for. I've got the hotel secure. I'm staying at uh, – I was going to stay at Circa, but they only want to – I lost a lot of money at Circa uh, last Worlds, and I. it was enough where they should have given me three nights free, but they didn't. They only wanted to give me two nights, and I was stubborn, so I'm staying at the D, the mm. downtown D, or whatever it's called, and they gave me my – my three free nights so that's where i'll be i'll be at the d that's already done that's booked um lights are ready i'm just ready to i'm ready to go to town with you brother chad guess where i'm staying are you at the d i'm at the d my man absolutely great oh man it came down to two places for me it was it was there or that downtown grand place which is just right down the road from uh notoriety it looks like a smaller hotel casino but i'd be like Dude, I'd be the king of the castle in that place. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of those little right, and it has a rooftop pool. 
uh, not oh, quite yeah. like Circa, but they had their own ro- rooftop pool. Yep. And so I thought about that, but then I was like, nah, the D will be a really close walk. Well, uh, you know, I'll probably know a lot of people playing there, a lot of people staying there, just like, yep. you know, I do now. Yeah, that's why I chose it. I, I figured that, that would probably be a, de- a destination place for a lot of people. And and uh, I, I would just like if, – if you're having a tournament, I like to be around the players. I just – you know, there's – you get that buzz early and uh, you kind of mingle with everyone. You just kind of get a feel for how things might go. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, I, I don't want to be away from everyone. I just want to be a part of the action. So uh, we got to go get like a steak somewhere one night, don't we? hundred percent. And that's, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna have like three steaks while I'm out there. Definitely. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. That's probably one fewer that I'm going to have. Yeah, I've I've already got. You're not getting until Friday, right? Yeah, Friday morning. I know you guys are doing your thing Thursday night. Yeah, I we'll wish do. I could be there for that. There's just so many Vegas trips this year, Chris. Yeah, and I've got to try to minimize the impact to my kids because uh, my son William has mm-hmm. so much going on. His schedule is jam packed, and I'm I'm not saying I'm world's greatest dad because I've sure made some mistakes in my life with my kids, I guess. But with him, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. I mean, help coach all of his teams and take him to all of his lessons and everything he's got going. So when I miss three or four days, I miss a lot because he's got a lot of shit going on. Oh, yeah. So I just, you know, I just don't want to miss it. So that's why I'm kind of cutting this one back where it's just I'm out there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I come back either Sunday night or early Monday morning. I don't remember which which one I chose. Oh, you didn't get the red eye Sunday night, did you? I might have. I've okay. done it before. Yeah. I, well, you did the Monday night red eye this year. This year, uh, or last year, you did the Monday night red eye. This year, I'm uh, right now, it's two o'clock on uh, Monday. Monday. Yeah. Two o'clock. And I get back here like midnight on uh, Monday night. So, oh, so you got to stop. You got one stop on the way back. Yeah. I got to stop in Charlotte. Just we, we don't run a whole lot of direct flights out to Vegas out of this airport here. Right. But yeah, at least you, I mean, leaving it too, you won't feel like you know, no. I mean, last year, I, I it was I, I what 6 a.m. I was out of there, but that being said, 6 a.m. I was out of there, I got home by like one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon, east coast time, or I, I can't remember what it was, it was later on, but yeah, uh, when I got back here. I was watching everybody on Facebook and they're just, you know, they're still in the city and all that. And I'm just laying in my bed. I'm like, oh, you guys are going to be miserable here in a few hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember I, that last day, um, everybody had pretty much left. Kinsler and I went to Venetian and yeah. we drank way, way, way freaking too much bourbon. And then he left. Is there a bourbon bar still- at Venetian? What's that? Is there a bourbon bar at the Venetian? There is. And dude, they had everything. They had great stuff. They had really, te- really is good. Is it a bourbon and tequila bar? Uh, I can't remember if it was tequila or not. I, my eyes were set on one thing. That was bourbon. Okay. Because I, I looked up a place like, well, I thought about you. It was like bourbon bars in Vegas. And that's one of the places it brought up. It was like the in the Venetian? Yeah. I think it was a tequila spot too. Dude, it was so good. And our waitress was. Well, I mean, our bartender, she was a sight to behold, man. But anyway, uh, she was, yeah. Anyway, I had a good time there, and then everybody left. So, should I, I don't think my flight left to like 10 o'clock that night. So, I ended up going to uh, some really fancy steakhouse in the Venetian. I put in my earbuds, my AirPods, 
whatever. And uh, I listened to some music and just ate a steak dinner, another one, and then mm-hmm. got on that flight real late. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. But dude, the Vegas is unbelievable. Love being there. I love that they still have the Golden Tee tournaments there. It just it, it makes it special for the players. I mean, coming out to Vegas for a world championship means something. Oh, yeah. And I think IT recognizes that. That's why they continue to do that. It'd be cheaper for them to do it in Chicago, right? I mean, they know it would be. Drive all your equipment there. All your talent lives on site. Um, it'd be a lot cheaper, but they know it's a special place. And it really does make me happy they do that. And I looked at, you know, when I was looking at flights also for us, I was trying to think about, well, no, what what's going on? Because it, it wasn't cheap, you know, for me to get flights. I had to book two different airlines just to try to make it work, you know, just yeah. get decent flight times. Yeah. Uh, but I was looking what's going on. We had the final day of the World Series of Poker main event, which will be on that Sunday. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that'll be on Sunday, the World Series of Poker. Some guys are getting there early so they can play in the World Series of Poker. Well, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that was going on then. Oh, yeah. And also, you're a basketball guy. It might resonate with you, but it's NBA Summer League time in uh, in Vegas for Vegas mm. Summer League. That's November. I'm sorry. That's July 7th through the 17th. Cool. Yeah, and, cool. And, I am an and, NBA guy. I love it. Yep. Yeah. And so Summer League is going on then. Normally, that's kind of a pretty big event. I've looked into what it would cost to go to something like that. It, I, I, w- I would think about it, but... I get there Wednesday night. We'll uh we'll see how that's going. But Chad, uh, as always, I appreciate your time with me, sir. I know the Golden T Mobile guys appreciate it as well. Gino, it is always a pleasure, my friend, to talk to you about anything Golden T related, sports related, life related. Love you and uh, appreciate you having me on. Uh, go Colts, by the way, dude. I'm so psyched. I I think that was you know Anthony Richardson. You got to pick him. You got it's the wild card. He's either going to be out of the league in three years, or he's going to be like, shit. He should have been the number one pick in the draft. I, I think there's no in between. I think a lot of guys was thinking Levis. I, I was I was surprised to see him fall as far as he did. But you know, I guess NFL teams know something I or others don't. Yeah, apparently. But yeah, yeah I'm psyched up, man. Yeah. Good talking to you, Chad. You too, Chris. See you, bud.